The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From Richard Flint International. Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. Behavior never lies. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint. Hey, Richard Flint here, and I want to welcome you to uh, The Power to Be. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. And hey, I want to tell you again, thank you for making this one of the uh, top 10 shows on the Empowerment Channel here at uh, Voice America. Uh, I appreciate your loyalty. I appreciate you taking the time in whatever way you do. Uh, to listen to my show, because I can't begin to tell you how much I enjoy having this brief, basically an hour, uh, to help you with your life and to bring you a point, I hope, of clarity uh, that will help you to be able to move your life forward and be able to have a calmness to your life. So I have a question for you today. Have you ever had a day that was going great until you got out of bed? (laughs) Sound like a strange question? But it's not. Because what I want us to talk about today is probably one of the biggest uh, killers in the human life. Much more than we think it is. Because what I want to think about today and talk about is a word. And it's a word that is not uh, an old word. In fact, it hasn't been around all that long. But it is one of those words that every one of us will struggle with until the day we die. And that word has six letters to it. And it's S T R. E-S-S. Have you ever had a stressful day? Have you ever had a day where internally, I mean, you were just racing, and internally, you know, you just felt pressure no matter where you turned? And that's stress. Now, some people will tell you, You need to live your life to get all the stress out of your life. You don't want to listen to those people. Because this is a medical fact. If you could take all of the stress out of your life, you would be dead in two and a half minutes. You got to have stress. It's a part of life. 
But the key is not to work to eliminate stress because every day that you work to eliminate stress, you're actually making it stronger. What you've got to do is learn to control the stress in your life. And to do that, you've got to understand another word, and that word is balance. Because stress and balance have to go together in order to be able to control the stress in your life. So let's go back into my dictionaries. And again, I hope you'll go to my website, richardflint.com, and check out my three dictionaries that are there. Uh, You would love them because each one contains 150 words that you use every day that I'm going to suggest to you that many times you use wrongly. So our first word, stress. When I was writing uh, my book on stress, The Truth About Stress, which is still the best-selling book I've ever written, and I've written 19, uh, but this one still stays right up there at the top. When I was doing my research on the book, I was trying to find a work, workable definition to the term. And what I, end up, I ended up finding was 102 definitions to the word. You have any idea how stressful that was? And none of them said exactly what I wanted to say as a definition of stress. So I wrote my own definition of stress. It's really simple. Anything in life that makes you uptight. Now think about that. Anything in life that makes you uptight. I mean, that's almost every aspect of your life, correct? I mean, can getting up in the morning, actually, can getting up in the morning be stressful? Can trying to figure out what to wear be stressful? What you're going to have for breakfast? You look at every dimension of your life, and there is an element of stress that's in there. And that's important for you to understand because in understanding that in every element of your life, there's stress, it helps you to understand stress is an everyday, every aspect part of your life. And it's anything in life that can make you uptight. The word balance. Because these two have to work together if you're to control stress. Listen to my definition of balance. Doing those things that keep all areas of your life working together to keep your life moving forward. And this is such a critical definition because, you know, how many times have I told you this? Your life can only go in two directions. Remember what they were? You either go in circles or you go forward. And the more circles you go in, the larger the negative stress in your life. Because in those circles, you're fighting with yourself. Every day that you fight with yourself, what do you do? You increase the stress in your life. So balance is what we're seeking. And balance is doing those things that keep all areas of your life working together to keep your life moving forward. Now, don't think that just because you're moving forward, you're not going to have stress. You're going to have stress. 
But it's a different type of stress than if you're trapped in circles. Because trapped in circles, the stress you feel there is a negative stress that keeps sucking life out of you. It keeps making you more distracted. It'll make you mentally weaker. But when your life is balanced and you're doing those things that can keep your life moving forward, that is a more positive stress. Why? Because as you're going forward, the pace of your life is manageable. So, yes, there's stress because there's still decisions to be made. But it's a different type of stress. It's easier to control. There's the word overwhelmed. Listen to my definition. Not having the energy to do the things you know you must do. How many people do you think live playing catch-up? How many people do you think live spinning more plates than they can manage? You have no idea of the number of conversations I have with people whose lives are filled with stress because they're living at a pace they can't manage. They're living with more on their plate than they can deal with. You know, many weeks ago, we did a show on procrastination. And the more you procrastinate, the more you put on your plate that you have to deal with. We've done a show on organization. And the more you are disorganized, the more stress you bring to your life. And when you bring these attributes to your life, what does it do? It just increases your stress. I had a conversation this morning on my way over here to the studio with one of my mentoring students, and we were having fun because he said, okay, he says, here's the biggest thing I'm dealing with right now. I said, okay, tell me. He said, I just got all these stacks, and everywhere I look, something needs my attention. I said, well, what happens to you when you look at the stacks? He says, man, I just get stressed. He says, it's moved out of my office to now my kitchen table. And he says, it's almost like everywhere I turn, there's something that needs my attention, and I can't look at it without feeling stressed. So I said, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a little note. And the note simply reads, no clutter here. And everywhere that there is a stack, <laughs> and there shouldn't be a stack there, I want you to put a sign that says, no clutter here. He says, let me tell you what I do. I said, okay, tell me. He says, when I walk in the front door, I have all this stacks or stuff in my hands, and I, I, I just lay it down, and then I go start doing something. I said, well, when you lay it down and you come back and look at it, are you calm? He says, no. He says, it just adds to my confusion. And you understand the more confusion you have in your life, the more stressed you're going to become. And you need to understand the power of stress in pulling you down and making you feel overwhelmed. Because every time you look at a stack of stuff, and that's all clutter is, 
It's stuff that needs attention that it doesn't get. And every time you look at a a stack of stuff, you're going to be stressed. Why? Because you're going to be overwhelmed with not really understanding where to start. You ever had a day like that? You ever gotten up and done your to-do list? And by the way, if you do a to-do list, stop it. Because most to-do lists are creators of stress. Why? Because the things on a to-do list have emotions involved in them. You ever put something on your to-do list you didn't want to do? And all day long you kept moving it down your list because you didn't want to do it even though it was on your to-do list? Huh? At the end of the day, it's still there. And you tell somebody, I can't believe I didn't get that done. You're lying to yourself. You didn't want to do it. So a to-do list can create a tremendous amount of stress in the human life. So what do we do? Let's change one word. Let's not make it a to-do list. Let's make it a achievement list. Can you feel the difference between those two? A to-do list and an achievement list? The difference is the to-do list is an emotional list. An achievement list is a mind-guiding list of things to do. And I promise you, when you get into the world of achieving, and get out of the world of doing, you're going to find something very, very interesting is going to happen. You're going to be able to have more control in your life. And you're not going to feel as overwhelmed. And, and that feeling of overwhelm can suck energy out of you, can it not? See, here's what you and I have to understand about stress. It's a silent killer. Do you think stress can kill a human? Hmm? One of the things that I learned uh, as I was doing my research for the truth about stress is the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical damage that stress can do to your life. Now, I'm not a physician. I'm not in medical research. But I'll tell you something from working with the human personality. I think stress is a major cause of a lot of disease. Hmm. Why? Because when you're stressed, it increases the emotional part of you. Again, my personal belief. I think the biggest aspect of cancer is created by stress. I think most heart attacks occur because people are overwhelmed. I think there is so much of life that is taken away from us because we don't understand the power of stress. We just think it is a natural part of life. You know, I ask people all the time, how's your stress level? Oh, I got a lot on my plate. I got a lot of things to get done. And, man, I really feel stressed. 
I said, well, why don't you do something about it? And I get a common respect, uh, common response. Richard, that's just a part of life. Now, part of that is true. Stress is a part of life. But it doing damage to your life is not what life is about. It's not what life is about. Because stress is a part of life, yes. But it taking control of your life and just internally wearing you down, making you feel overwhelmed, taking away the balance in your life, closing down your ability to see the pathway forward, that's negative stress. That stress will kill you. And you hear me. Stress is probably the greatest of all silent killers. And that's why our time together today is so important. Now, I want you to stay there, and we're going to take a little break, but we're going to be back. And when we come back, I want us to take a few minutes, and I want us to talk about the inner connection, the inner connection inside of you that we've got to understand if we're to understand our life, stress, and control. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Want to know a secret? The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every morning is the perfect way to start your day. And listen to this. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute (laughs) could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Hey. Want to know another secret? It just takes a minute to get Richard Flint's Morning Minute. Go to www.richardflint.com, then to the Resources drop-down menu at the top, and click on Get the Morning Minute. Oh, and by the way, you can enjoy the first 21 days of Richard's Morning Minute absolutely free. But uh, don't tell anybody I told you so. A mentor is much more than a coach. A mentor is a personal thing, a one-on-one thing. He's got your back. He's there to ask the right question at the right time so you can make the right decision. Richard Flint knows you stumble through your life sometimes. No clear direction. Life seems to overwhelm. You don't seem to be able to focus. Or, heaven forbid, you don't even care anymore. That's when you need Richard Flint by your side, on your side, 24-7. And don't think it can't happen. In fact, it can happen for a lot less than you think. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-368-8255. 1-800-368-8255. Ask for Denise. Mentoring with Richard Flint. It's a personal thing. And quite frankly... It's a much better thing. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Welcome to The Power to Be. And I'm so glad you could join us today because we're talking about what I think is one of the most important things in life, the word stress. Remember my definition? It's anything in life that makes you uptight. 
which if you take a look at your life, that's most everything in your life. I mean, there's so many aspects of life that just are filled with stress. And if you can't control that stress, that stress will con- will control you. If that stress c- controls you, I promise you something. It's doing tremendous damage to you. And we're talking about stress as a natural part of life. We're talking about learning to control the stress through balancing the aspects of our life. And I want to paint a mental picture for you, okay? I want you to imagine a triangle. Now, I use a triangle because I think life operates in threes. I think the human mind sees in threes. And I want you to, and if you got a piece of paper and a pencil, just draw a triangle. And, and watch how I build that triangle using the concept of stress, because it's the inner connection you have to understand. At the bottom of that triangle is the word spiritual. Now, I know that has a lot of different connotations to people. But the spiritual part has to be our foundation. Why? Because the spiritual part of your life, and whatever that means to you, and every human has a spiritual part. That spiritual part of life is your belief center. It's where you create and define who you are. It's the core of everything you use to build the foundation of who you are. Now, it is within your spiritual center, you build your foundation of self-worth. How important is self-worth? How important is it that you see yourself as a person of value? Do you think that if you don't see yourself as a person of value, there's stress that goes with that? It's also within that spiritual center that you build your self-trust. How important is it that you trust yourself? Because when you do not trust yourself, what do you do? You create doubt. Do you think that doubt can strengthen stress. It is also within that spiritual center that you create your self-respect. You think it's important that you respect yourself? What happens when you don't respect yourself? Do you think there's stress in that? It's also within that center, that belief center, that you create your self-awareness. How important do you think awareness is to what is going on in your life, what what you're seeing, what you're sensing, what you're doing? Do you think that when we lack self-awareness, we increase our stress? And it's also within that spiritual center that you create your self-confidence. And how important do you think confidence is to all of this? Do you think that people who lack confidence 
are more stressed. So can you see why this is the foundation to our triangle? Because your spiritual center is your belief center. Now, if you look to the left side of the triangle, write the word mental, M-E-N-T-A-L. And this side of the triangle is your mental center. It's your adventure center. See, when the, spirit, when the mental is connected to the spiritual, your trust, your self-worth, your self-belief, your self-awareness. When your mental center is connected to your spiritual, your trust, your self-worth, your self-confidence, your self-belief, your self-awareness allows your imagination to challenge you with new thoughts. Now, do you think that sometimes new thoughts can have stress to them? Challenge you with new dreams. Do you think there's any stress in new dreams? And makes taking a risk acceptable. You see, even when you're ready to take that adventure because you've got that foundation of self-belief, you've got that inner trust, and that makes its way to your imagination, and you open yourself to adventure, there's still some stress in that. Now, look over on the right-hand side of the triangle and put the word emotional because this is your emotional center. And what does that mean? This is your feeling center. We all have emotions. I mean, even people who seem to be the toughest and the coldest, they all have emotions. When your emotional center is connected to your spiritual center, you have the inner trust, we're back to that word, to create the positive feelings that support the adventure your mental center is designing for your life. You ever had a time in your life when, man, you had this dream and your mind gave you the picture and your emotions said, hey, we can do this, and the energy that that created? Because you see, even on the positive side of life, there's going to be stress. But have you also ever had a time where, you, you know, you had this, this picture, this imagination, and, and your mind says, hey, we can do this, and your emotions said, don't try. There's stress there, too. See, there's stress in every area of your life. Now, across the top... Sitting on the top of that triangle, I want you to write the word physical. Because this is important. Because when we talk about your spiritual, we talk about your mental, we talk about your emotional, we're talking about interconnection. And everything that is innerly connected has a outward release, an outward place. That's your physical. Now watch this. 
when your spirit is connected to your mental and your emotional centers, you have created the inner connection that allows you to outwardly stay focused and moving forward toward growth. Because the physical is your action center. It's where you take action. And can you see where the strength of these are important? Because when the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional are working together, and they create that strength within you, you then create that pathway to go forward. But folks, I'm going to tell you, even in that path, there's going to be stress. Because along that path, there is going to be fear. Along that path, there is going to be doubt. Along that path, there, there is going to be uncertainty. But the fact that they are connected creates the inner strength all because of that spiritual foundation, because of those beliefs that you believe in yourself. You can manage that stress. But what happens if the spiritual center is weak? You don't trust yourself. You don't believe in yourself. You doubt yourself all the time. You question everything you do. Do you think then that your mind really has to work to try to override that lack of self-belief? Do you think your emotions increase to, to support what you don't believe about you? And then what happens? The physical becomes a wrong direction. The physical becomes action, becomes confusion. And all of a sudden, the stress in your life has a negative part to it. So listen to this thought and take it seriously. And by the way, I'll tell you, if you will send me an email to richard at richardflint.com, I'll send you a study guide that has all of this in it. So that what you can do is you could actually go back and listen to this and, and see the pictures in front of you. Listen to this thought. Without balance in your life, you will find yourself struggling with an increase of stress in your life. Huge. Without balance in your life, you'll find yourself struggling with an increase of stress in your life. This increase in stress causes you to struggle with what is your priority. How much stress do you think there is in trying to figure out what your priority is? Hmm? How much stress do you think there is in trying to figure out what's the first thing I need to do? Where do I need to go? What do I need to look at? What actions do I need to take? So I want to give you four questions to help you to define what it is you need to do with the situations in your life that are overwhelming you with stress. You ready? You look at the situation with honesty. That's the first step. you got to do that before you can ask these questions. Okay? You look at the situation and you ask these four questions. Can I eliminate this event? And the answers to all of these are simply yes or no. There's no long discussion. It's just yes or no. If I chose to do it, can I eliminate this event? Question number two, 
Can I change this event? If I do, if I choose to do it, can I change this event? The answer is a simple yes or no. Question number three. Can I influence this event? If I put myself into this, can my presence influence this event? Yes or no. And then question number four. Am I willing to accept this event as it is? Am I willing to just take a deep breath and just accept what is in my life the way it is? Yes or no? See, if you answer these questions, it gives you a direction. I had a gentleman ask me one time, okay, Richard, if I look at all four of these questions and all four of my answers are no, now what do I do? If you look at these questions, can I eliminate this event? Can I change this event? Can I influence this event? Am I willing to accept it as it is? If you look at all four of those questions and your answer to all four questions are no, you have to get out of there. If you can't eliminate it, it's going to increase in stress. If you can't change it, it's going to increase in stress. If you're not willing to accept it, it's going to increase in stress. And people ask me all the time, how do you know when it's time to get out of a situation? Folks, right here is your answer. If you can't eliminate it, you can't get away from it. If you can't change it, you can't do anything to improve it. If you can't influence it, your presence won't make a difference. And if you're not willing to accept it as it is, you have to get out of there. Because if you don't, that stress will kill you. Does that make sense to you? You see, there's always a control factor to stress. But you've got to take a deep breath and you've got to face it. You can always control your stress, but you have to be willing to control it. Sometimes that's a tough decision. Now we're going to pause and take a break. And then we're going to come back and I, I want to walk you through your life in four rooms, okay? I want to show you the four rooms of your life, the purpose of each and what's happening. So you stay right there, and we'll be right back. Behavior never lies. Think about it. You can't argue with it, can't dispute it, can't ignore it. You know it's absolute truth, and it applies to every person living on the planet. 
Behavior never lies. Written by the grassroots expert on human behavior himself. His name is Richard Flint. In this book, Richard gives you his insight into why this number one Flint philosophy is so important for all of us to understand. It's the book that won't let you off the hook. Because what Richard's saying is that if your words don't match your behavior, sorry, you're out of the game. Behavior never lies. Listen, if you're brave enough, get the book and read it. Go to richardflint.com or we really recommend you give Denise a call at 1-800-368-8255. Oh, and just for your information... If you really don't like to read that much, ask Denise about the audio excerpt version on Flash Drive. Behavior never lies. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life? Want to know a secret? The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every morning is the perfect way to start your day. And listen to this. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute. (laughs) Could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Hey, want to know another secret? It just takes a minute to get Richard Flint's Morning Minute. Go to www.richardflint.com, then to the Resources drop-down menu at the top, and click on Get the Morning Minute. Oh, and by the way, you can enjoy the first 21 days of Richard's Morning Minute absolutely free. But uh, don't tell anybody I told you so. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about your friend today. Stress. Because stress should be your friend. But yet we know the danger of stress. We know that if you do not control those things that make you uptight. We know that if you're working against yourself. We know that if you're not facing your life with honesty. This thing called stress can kill you. It can cause physical illness. It can cause emotional fatigue. It can cause mental breakdown. It can absolutely paralyze your life. You see, folks, we're not talking about something that just is. We're talking about a fact of life. That can absolutely tear your life apart. Here's my thought. You either face your stress, adapt your life so you can control its effect on you, or you deny it and grant stress emotional permission to turn your life upside down. So let me ask the question and I'm going to answer it. Why do most people deny the stress in their life? Four reasons. First of all, they don't really understand stress. They don't see its danger. Second reason that people deny it is because the emotional entanglements. If I deal with this, I'm going to have to confront behavior of people. If I deal with this, it's not going to be pleasant. 
Third reason most people deny their stress, they're not sure what to do about it. They know it's there. They know they need to do something, but they just don't know what to do, so they just don't touch it. And then the fourth reason that people deny stress, because they've had years to avoid it. Yep, years of avoiding stress. Now, I'm going to tell you that you live in four rooms. And and these rooms are important that you understand. You have your business room. You have your family room. You have your social room. And you have your personal room. Now, most people live, if you took the size of these rooms as to the attention we give them, business would be one, family would be two, social would be three, and over in the corner, you'd have a little room, which is your personal room. So let's look at these. Let's start with the business room. This really is the largest room in most people's stress house. Why? Because the business room is such a room of mental stress. (laughs) This room, you ever had a day that you were mentally wiped out at the end of your business day? You ever had a, a, a day where, man, it was just always having to look to the right and look to the left and look to the front and look to the back, and everything about you was, no matter where you looked, there was something that someone needed you to do or something you needed to get to, and, and your mind was just stretched. You see, folks, the purpose of this room is achieving your business dream and creating a definition of who you think you are. You ask most men, who are you? They'll define it from their business room. You ask a female who uh, has a business room uh, where she goes to work every day but also has a family room, but you ask her, who are you? And it'll be first defined by their business room. Because this room is so important to our life. But this room can also drain you. So let's talk a second about what drains the business room. There are several things. Being physically tired. Had a gentleman that I talked to again before I came to the studio this morning. And uh, my phone starts ringing about 530 in the morning because people know I get up early. And his conversation with me was, Richard, man, I'm so physically wiped out, I couldn't get up this morning, and I missed an appointment with a client. Do you understand what mental tiredness will do to you? What creates the drain in this room? Unhappy with the results from the room. I'm not achieving what I want to achieve. Creates the drain. Sensing you're struggling. Man, I just don't know what to do here. Your inner passion for what you do is diminishing. I just don't love this anymore. I don't like being here. There's no improvement. It's a room that has slipped into the circle of sameness. There's emotional needs in this business room, and they're just too much for me to handle. And that creates a source of consistent frustrations. And when I'm frustrated, I'm not at my best, and I'm stressed. 
What creates the drain? Sensing others do not support you. Hmm? You deal with any of these? Does your business room create stress for you? Does the thought of getting up in the morning and going to work create stress? Does doing what you do each day in your business room, does it have its element of stress to you? And does this business room take more out of you than what it puts into you? You have a second room. That second room is your family room. Now, in most people's lives, this is the number one room for emotional stress. You think there's ever stress in relationships? Hmm? You think there's ever stress in trying to learn how to live together? Do you think there's ever stress in trying to understand each other? Think there's ever conflict because there's not strong communication? Do kids add an element of stress? Huh? I mean, it's amazing how a relationship changes when a child comes into the picture. When there's just the two of you, it's one type of a relationship. When a child comes along, it's a different type of a relationship. Hmm? Do you think there's a different type of stress that goes with dating and then getting married? See, dating many ways is playtime. Getting married is serious business. And the stress in this room just between the connection of people at a different level. Now, understand the purpose of this room. It's defining and experiencing love and acceptance. Can you see how that can bring stress? What if the love is not there, huh? What if we're always trying to balance to be a part of it? Hmm? You think there's stress there? So what are the most common creators of drain in this room? Feeling you failed. Not only in this room, but also in the business room. And what happens if I feel like in my business room, I'm a failure, and I come home, and I open the door, and I walk into my family room, and, and I'm feeling all of these emotions because I'm not generating what I need to generate for my family. You think there are emotions involved in that? Or there's a challenge between the couple, and they're not getting along, and they don't seem to be moving forward. And each feels like that in some way they failed at this relationship. What about a divorce? Do you think people feel like they failed sometimes? What creates the drain? It's a place of loneliness. Did you know you can share a bed, create a child, live under the same roof, and be total strangers? 
I've met a lot of people in my years of doing private counseling that are married but alone. And that loneliness is such a huge emotion. The misuse of the commitment. What happens when all of a sudden the commitment is about what you need to do for me, not what I what you want to do for me? So many relationships are based on need. So as long as you miss, you 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 take care of my needs, you're great. But if you don't take care of my needs, something's wrong. That room is intense. It's not relaxing. So when you go in and you open the door, there's all of this drain that's in this house. And, and this drain when there's intensity and when there's no place to relax, that just increases the stress. Love is missing. We've become roommates. And then there's all the years of pain. There's our social room. And this is a very misunderstood room in people's stress house. Why? Because it has become the number one room of escape. People go out and they socialize and, and turn the rest of their world off. They go out and they drink to escape. They go out and they can be anyone they want to be, and they're not the person they are because they're there to escape. And they miss the purpose of this room because the purpose of this room is for fun and relaxation. So what is it that creates the drain in this room? It's a source of confusion. Because I need to go there in order to relax and have fun, but I'm going there to escape. Confused. There's the others who drop into your life that you don't want. You're out there in the social room, and you're having to socialize with people you don't want to socialize with. You think there's stress in that? And then it costs too much emotionally. I'm around people I don't want to be around. I don't like who I am when I'm there. What if the interest is not there? I'd rather be home with a good book than be out there with a crowd of people I don't enjoy being with. What creates the drain? The social room becomes the number one room where people go to hide. And by the way, the bar used to be the number one room where people go to hide. Do you know what it is today? It's the health club. So you put that together, and then it becomes a room that's lost. It's non-existent and helping you to relax and have fun. Then there's your personal room. This is the smallest room in most people's stress house, but yet it needs to be the biggest room. It's also the most uncomfortable room for people to spend time in. Why? Because I don't enjoy being alone with me. Why? Because alone in your social room, you have to be honest. But you see, this is the room where you go to be alone. And the purpose of this room, you know what it is? It's personal discovery. So what creates the drain here? The purpose is not understood. I don't want to be alone with me because alone with me, I got to be honest and I don't want to be honest. Because in this room, emotional honesty is demanded. You can't be alone with you and lie. What creates the drain? 
because there you got to listen to yourself. There's the sounds of silence. Most people can't handle silence. Others don't understand the need for this room. And so they wonder, why are you going to be by yourself? Why do you have to be there? And then the fact there's no consistency in this room. And it's a promise you're not keeping with yourself. So what do you do? You let others come in and interrupt your time. So what makes this the most important room in your life? The power it creates? There's emotional calmness there. There's a recharging spot. There's the sounds of silence. Opportunities are discovered there. Wow. It's the now place where you can really be in touch with yourself. It's a place to grow. It's your lesson room. So, real quickly, let me, let me do something with you. Because we're going to continue this program next week. And we're going to talk about what's making people uptight in their life today. And this is what we're going to deal with. Uncertainty in and around their life. The pressure about finances. The aging process. Instability in their life. Going in circles. Having no plan for their life. And then the family things. So next Thursday, we're going to continue this discussion. And we're going to continue to talk about stress and what it can do to your life. And again, if you'd like to have a copy of this, uh, the study guide, just go send me richard at richardflint.com. Okay? So next Thursday, we're going to continue our discussion on stress. And we're going to continue to help you have a life where you can control your stress. See you next Thursday, same time, same place. Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions, 1-800-368-8255, 1-800-368-8255, or visit us at www.richardflint.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.